It's that time again. Welcome back to another episode of Bingeworthy. This week, we will be discussing the woman in the window. Basically, the woman is trapped in her house, and she sees some pretty strange stuff through her window. Maybe a murder. Maybe a kidnapping. Who knows? Introducing my castmates. Starly. And I'm Casey Kelsey. And I'm LaRasha Simon. Let's get into it. So I know I said this woman was basically stuck in her house, but I should caveat that she had a phobia of going outside. She also sets it up in the story that she is separated from her husband and her child is staying with her husband. But there's actually more to it, which we'll talk about later. So she's watching these things from her window. Her therapist comes to her house, I think, weekly at this point, prescribes her medication. She's drinking on that medication heavily with wine. I don't think there was any liquor. And she also has like um, a downstairs neighbor that she rents to because her place is so large. So I think as the story continues, the son from across the street comes and is like, hey, my dad's kind of weird. I don't want to talk about it, but let me get to know more about you. She gives him some movies and then things get kind of weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That is pure facts, bro. He literally was just like, <laughs> hey, uh, my mom bought you this gift. Uh, here you go. And then she invites him in because she can't come outside. And then she just goes into detail about his father being weird. And then she's trying to like analyze him because she's a doctor. She's a therapist. So she's a psychiatrist. So She's like trying to, you know, be in her little mode and like analyze him and ask him questions. And though she like, she's like a psychiatrist for children, right? Yeah. Okay. So like that is what she do. That is what she does for a living. And so I don't know. I thought what you said it it's pure facts, but it was so hilarious. You, I mean. Okay, but continue. And then he never comes back with the movies. I'm sorry, but if you go borrow my movies, bring them back. Okay? Anyways, so I'm just saying, y'all watch the movie. And then the supposed wife comes over and she's like, you must be the man's wife. And she's like, what makes you think that? Sis, what? Okay. Pours her a glass of wine, even though she like slightly mentions you're taking medicine and drinking. Maybe you shouldn't be doing that. So I think she hit her head or something like that. So she got her some medicine to help her. Did a little drawing and left. And then the next night she sees the same woman actually murdered. So there's no kidnapping. She actually gets murdered and she's freaking out. And then it just goes. So I think, first of all, could y'all stay in the house that long? I feel like there are certain things I'm scared of. Like, I don't know how to swim or there is like, I don't really enjoy like um, costumed animals. So like a um, a mascot, not my favorite. So like being able to go outside. I don't know. Thoughts? What is wrong with you? <laughs> 
You are on a roll today, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, my thoughts are... Okay, so, um, so this movie reminds me of Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. Um, in Rear Window, so I know that both of you haven't seen this, right? Correct? Can I get a nod? No? Okay, you haven't. So, the to me, the biggest difference is their reasoning to why they can't go outside. Uh, the main character in Rare Window, if I can recall, he broke his leg or something. He had a cast on his leg, so he was in a wheelchair. So that's why he couldn't go out. And he stayed in his apartment, and he watched other people and with his binoculars of the apartment across from, building across from him. And then a murder happens in one of those apartments, okay? Same thing with The Woman in the Window by Netflix. She can't go outside because she has a phobia of going outside. She uses a digital camera. So I feel like what they tried to do here was make a modern rear window. The Woman in the Window is a rear window, modern version of rear window, and I think it's worse than the original movie. Um, I don't like this the plot at all. I think the plot is just, it was very predictable to me. Um, I figured they would use the fact that she has been taking liquor with her medication. She's been hallucinating a lot. I knew that was going to get thrown at her. I knew that the son was the one who, spoiler alert, killed his own mother. And then, you know, killed the tenant downstairs. Like, I just is like, okay. And then also, I think another thing that I just feel like, and probably after this, guys, I'm probably done with my review. It was just flat out boring, too. Like, it was slow as I don't know what. Like, a lot of the scenes before the buildup, like, could have been taken out, to be honest. And we could have got there a whole lot quicker. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree with Casey, in a sense, because... I'm not going to lie, I had to restart it three times because the first two times, like, well, the first time I wasn't really paying attention, and the second time I couldn't really get into it, and then the third time I forced myself to watch it, but it was going so slow, it took forever to get to the point, and then when you finally got there, it was like, I don't even care anymore, and then, like, I, I have to agree, like, the plot for me, it just wasn't doing it, like, I, I didn't get why they made it that she had this phobia of going outside. I think it could have been a different reason for why she didn't want to go out. I thought it'd be more connected to what happened to her family. I don't know. I just, I didn't really care for how things unraveled. And then I couldn't take the son. What was, I don't remember his character's name. I couldn't take him seriously in the end. Especially when she figured out, like, he killed his mom. Like, I just couldn't take that scene seriously. That, and here's the thing. I think for me, with his character, he was already weird as it was. So it didn't surprise me that it was him. You know, like, I feel like if you're going to do something like that, I need to be surprised. Like, yeah oh my gosh, I can't believe it was him. But for this movie, I was like, yeah, of course it's him. He's freaking weird. He's been weird this whole time. He's been weird the whole entire movie. Like, who comes over and 
first of all, says I'm allergic to cats, but they're petting the, the freaking cat. And then back to the point of like what you said, Star, the the whole what happened to her family. And, you know, we kept getting hinting to that she's been hallucinating. So she wasn't obviously calling her husband and asking for her daughter or whatnot. But I feel like that flashback, we could have seen a little bit sooner. Because I was like, that was probably the only time that I said, dang, she really been out here hallucinating like bad. Because her, her family's dead. So it's like, I wish that would have came just a little bit sooner and all the other stuff would have got cut out. And I feel like that would have been a stronger plot, plot line then. Okay, question. So the scene where she's going to cover her family, her and the husband are arguing, was she like cheating or something? I I think so. I think she was cheating. And I think they were actually not together. And they were trying to pretend to be a family for the daughter. See, I would have loved more of the backstory. That would have been a whole lot more helpful to see that that relationship unfold a little bit more. Because we didn't really get no hints about that either. And maybe that's why I couldn't connect with her. True. The only thing we kept getting hints to, though, was the fact that she's hallucinating. And that the doctor, her doctor, her psychiatrist kept telling her, like, and asking her, you're not taking um, alcohol with these pills. Like, don't do that. That's the only thing that I can, like, recall that kept getting hinted to us that, you know, she's out here hallucinating really, really bad. And then the fact that, but you know what else I don't really understand? Why was the dad playing along with the son, though? Because he went and got a different mother and the son was lying. Like, I just don't, that, I don't understand that either because he act like he didn't really like his son. Like he hated his son or hated his family or whatever. So I didn't get why he did that either. There was a lot of just like loot holes, I guess, or maybe I just needed to rewatch it. I don't know. But didn't the father know what happened, which is why they moved? What happened though? But what happened though is the question because the murder that, she saw was in their apartment and then when she called the cops about it in comes the father with a whole nother lady that's not and then that's not his mom because i think the first lady was actually his mom or something maybe i don't really know married to the husband so her and the dad were separated she came to see her son the son wasn't like for it, but you never saw the wife that was married to the dad until later. Or did I mis- get, misunderstand that? So she just popped up and was like, I want to see my son. The dad was like, absolutely not. And then the son was like, "Uh, what? Let me murder you. You know what? That is what happened. But why was she in the basement with the tenant? They weren't. Well, wasn't she lying to him? Or whatever. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't as easy to follow some of the story. Even when the tenant got uh, knocked down by uh, his son and stuff like that, and then he woke up, he grabbed his leg, and then the tenant got killed or whatever. Like, that was predictable. It was a lot of just, it was was very predictable. And I knew that she was going to take him up to the freaking roof. 
And I love a yeah, good because, roof scene, but I wasn't feeling it. Well, I knew that was going to happen because the tenant, he also does a lot of the maintenance, right? That's how he, like, that's the deal that they have together, right? And so he told her in the beginning that she's going to have to get the roof fixed. In my opinion, if we're going to just jump to the conclusion here, which, I'm sorry, you're better off watching Rare Window than watching The Woman in the Window. I feel like they made Alfred Hitchcock's movie a whole lot worse than what it really was. Um, and it's probably a little disrespectful. Let me be real, because it wasn't better. It would have been a different thing if it was better. But also, I don't even know if they were like, trying to mimic where window per se. Because like, everyone kind of makes the same stuff as it is. But there were a lot of pieces in there that was like that happened in rear window that happened in rear window that happened in rear window and i'm just trying to figure out what's the difference rear window had a stronger plot point it was easy to follow some of the stuff i didn't know was going to happen great storyline the woman in the window very predictable predictable hard to follow a lot of loopholes a lot of wtf moments and now I feel like a film critic because I'm not a film critic. But this movie is making me feel like one. <laughs> and the Rasha's holding her head in her hand. Star has her head tilted for our listeners. I don't think it was that bad, but I think all to say is like, I do think the plot could have been stronger or like, I was like, oh, her husband is black. Can we talk about that? Like, let's, let's get into, let's get into it. Um, which I feel like more now in movies, there's a lot of interracial couples or like more people of color, which I appreciate. I just wanted to see more of what that story was versus stuff that she may or may not have been seeing because they had the phone calls. And I was like, how come she's not FaceTiming? You have an iPhone. Lots of questions. So all that to say, is this binge worthy? Oh, I'm going first. Um, okay, considering that y'all were saying details that I don't even remember about the movie, <laughs> I feel like I just learned so much. Um, I would have to say, I don't like saying this, but I don't think it is binge worthy. It was just way too slow for me. I didn't, I didn't connect with like any of the characters I didn't really know what was going on most of the time. Um, I mean, great actors, actresses. It's just I, it just wasn't my type of film, I guess. So I would have to say no. It's not binge worthy. Sorry. Um, I would have to agree. I would have to agree with my castmates here. Um, it was very slow to you guys. Really, really slow. So we be on like these really long scenes as well. Um, and so I feel like that also is one of those movies where you could probably go use the bathroom and come back and they're still in the kitchen talking about the same stuff. So. <laughs> and, I think, and that says a lot because Casey knows I love a good slow movie. Like it usually doesn't matter to me, but that one I just, uh-uh. Yeah. So to wrap my opinion up here um no i don't think it's worth watching i don't think it's binge worthy i think you should watch at least 
some stuff once. If you're into to, to wow, if you're into this kind of movie, I think you could enjoy it. But for the most part, the plot could have been stronger. So I'm a so-so. Watch it if you please. It may not be as binge-worthy as some or others. And maybe take a gander. That being said, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>